Hello, everyone. This is Vincent Pacello, host of the MSU WMA podcast. We have a really exciting episode planned for you today. We recently had Joe Johnson. Joe is the CEO at Vade Nutrition, which is one of the fastest growing nutritional supplement companies in the world. And if you recognize that name, it is because he and his company both appeared on Shark Tank. Joe is also an MSU alum where he graduated with a degree in finance and was also the captain of the MSU wrestling team. In today's conversation, we talk about his entrepreneurial journey, the entrepreneurial mindset, as well as his appearance on Shark Tank, and so much more. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the MSU WMA podcast. I am here with Joe Johnson. Joe, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, um, let's start off, tell us a little bit about your background and what your career has looked like um, after graduating from MSU. Yeah, so I, um, I actually want to start before going to MSU. Yeah. Um, just to give a little history of how I grew up, I have three other brothers. Um, I wrestled from, from the age of four years old. Um, and my brothers and I always had our own entrepreneurial ventures ever since we were, ever since I can remember. Um, so that was kind of like what I, what I, uh, was excited about as a kid. And there's always different ventures, but I love, I love running a business of, if you could call it that. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, I went to, went to wrestle at Michigan State, and I uh, actually got married after my fourth year at Michigan State to my wife, Megan, and we have um, two kids now. We have a five-year-old, Noah, and a two-year-old, Levi, and they're a little crazier than I am, so I have to watch out once they <laughs> <Nice>. get older. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess from a business side, at least I, I started Fade Nutrition, um, right before I graduated. Um, so I was actually going to be doing, I had a couple of different um, opportunities. One was uh, to work as a um, wealth management financial advisor at Plant Moran. Um, and I accepted that job and then I, I ended up turning that down to um, go into the athletic ministry on campus actually at Michigan State. And then I turned that down to um, start Vade Nutrition and uh, and never looked back. So that's what I'm doing now. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So as an MSU, and you graduated from finance from MSU, as I understand, correct? Yep. Awesome. Yep. So how has your career in MSU prepared you for like business and life and to Vade Nutrition? Yeah, it's, it's funny because I actually... I changed my degree, I think, nine times when I was in college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I ended in finance. Uh, once I switched to finance, I didn't switch away from it. But uh, I, I came in with a lot of passion, a lot, a lot of different areas. But I felt like it was actually something that really equipped me um, to actually start a, start a business after I graduated because, um, because I, I had a lot of a lot of um, experience in different in different classes and all that, but then mostly I would say on the finance side of things. Um, oh, obviously you need to know you need to know uh, finance to be able to run a business well, 
Um, but also, I feel like it helped me teach myself, not just like learning how to take a test and get a good score, but but teach myself how to learn. Um, I, I would say that was probably the most valuable thing I learned. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So how did how did Bade Nutrition come to be? Like, what was the idea? What was the whole process where you were like, that, that would be cool. And like, what was the process <laughs> of developing the product? Yeah, so it's actually, um, it's actually a pivot of, of multiple different companies. When I started Bade Nutrition, it was actually called Pro Bottle. So totally different. Um, but the, the concept I, I came up with um, was a bottle, we'll get into too many of the details, but a bottle that essentially you have inserts that, um, that you can put in the shaker bottle so that your shaker bottle never gets dirty because I was wrestling and traveling all the time. So I was always taking my powder with me and, and I had tubs in the car, there's powder everywhere. My shaker <laughs> bottle was always dirty. So it, it was in my nature to try to think of something to solve a problem that nobody had solved yet. Um, but then we, we started thinking like, okay, well, what if we stacked the inserts and had um, powder, like protein powder already measured in the bottom of the insert. Um, and then we realized that if you stack them, then the powder will get on the bottom of the, the insert. Um, and so then we thought, well, let's put a, some type of, of barrier there. And then we thought, uh, well, why not just pre-measure a whole serving of protein powder and wrap it in this barrier or make it a food grade barrier. So it's just a pack that dissolves in water. And that was the light bulb moment that kind of changed from, uh, we're not gonna sell shaker bottles. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna start a nutrition company and we're gonna pre-measure every serving of, of whatever nutritional supplement it is in a dissolvable food grade film. And uh, that was when we, we uh, decided to just dive in head first um, and, and go for it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, and like, what goes like to the manufacturing of that and with like the food grade film and like, how did that whole process work with finding someone who would do it and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it, honestly, it was a very difficult process, a lot more difficult than, um, than maybe I anticipated the, the, from the time that we started, that we had the idea and started developing it to when we started selling product was I want to say about a year and a half. Wow. Um, and after that, we had to stop selling product because of issues. And we tried to launch, I think, three times um, and had issues each time. So just even from, from the development of the idea to the um, manufacturers and the partnerships, it's, I would honestly say it's still a process um, of, I mean, that's, that's the nature of, of growing as a company is it's always, there's always going to be a process of perfecting um, but the initial, the initial product development was, um, was really tough to get anybody to, uh, to believe that I could actually do it yeah. from a manufacturer side. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but that was a fun part. That was definitely a fun part of, of developing everything. No, it's awesome. That's really, really cool. So this is probably the thing. So many people might recognize your name because you've appeared on Shark Tank a few years back. And um, people might know about the Vade Nutrition name because of that as well. But um, what was your experience with like preparing for that pitch, like appearing in front of these huge people? 
who could potentially yeah. like like fund your company like what was that like well it was a long crowd it wasn't an overnight thing you know it's uh, yeah. probably about six months of of prep wow. it's it's a the process they say it's confidential but I mean, sort of it's like yeah. that you do a, a live audition and then um there's video calls there's documentation you're, you're signing it was probably about six six months of of preparation and some of the a lot of the weeks were you know close to 40 hour weeks of whatever it was but um yeah i think that was really uh i think that was really helpful actually for us to prepare for it um i mean we in addition to what they were giving us we watched every single episode of shark tank ever yeah. and wrote down every question that they asked um and then we typed out our answers to every question that they had ever asked so then we knew you know if 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 they asked a question that we didn't have on there that then that would be one of the few you know yeah, and so yeah, we, yeah. we wrote them all down we memorized them all and uh and kind of made things uh less nerve-wracking not so that they weren't but uh it was it was exciting preparing for it for sure yeah no, that's, that's really cool. And then when you, so, so when you pitched, you got offers, like, did those offers end up going through or can you talk about the, that or like, how does that, how that, that ended up happening? Yeah. Again, that, that is, uh, that is confidential uh, yeah. by, by the nature of how, how that works. But, um, but I will say that A-Rod, he was one of the sharks that, that went in. He's been just a great um, resource for me as a, just as a person, you know, outside awesome. of seeing it. Um, always available and uh yeah that's that's been something i guess people don't really think about as much like everybody asks about the that that experience that happened back then yeah. um but it's cool to that it wasn't just um like a fake just exposure you, you meet these like celebrities once and and um and that's it so you know it's still it's still surreal to me in a lot of ways no, it's super cool, especially when you like have like one of the one of the best baseball players in history who happens to be a major entrepreneur who is like just available for you, like to 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 be a mentor to you. That that's really really cool. I didn't realize that that does happen. That's awesome. So, um, what would you say are the most important qualities of an entrepreneur? Well, I think it depends on the stage of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, because. For instance, the stage of entrepreneurship that we're in right now, I'm learning a lot of different qualities that I didn't necessarily need in the first three years of, of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, you know, but like from, from the very beginning, I think determination is maybe overused, an overused term, but like knowing that things are going to go wrong and like being ready to, to work through it. I think that the most common thing that I always that I see is in entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial ventures is is um, quitting too early and you know seeing something that they thought was a good idea. I mean, it, it's important to know when it's a bad idea. Uh, I guess I'd say like determination and the ability to be flexible and pivot. So like even with the, how our company started, it, it was a shaker bottle idea, yeah. and so not just being determined and, and saying. Oh, we're gonna keep doing this. Like, no, we're not gonna veer off. When you know something is is better, or you have an idea, you know, to change something, it might be difficult and and like 
hurt it might hurt to like make a big change but i think that's really important especially in the beginning stages and you know even even now there's always changing um there's always changing environment in advertising marketing and whatever it is so learning how to instead of saying okay well this this was everything and now it doesn't work yeah. we're, we're screwed instead thinking okay now what now what do we do instead right right no that's super interesting because like when you I hear people talk about like the entrepreneurial mindset a lot of times i feel like because you kind of touched on adaptability right like i feel like that's something that people like they like they talk about it but maybe not enough because i i there, there's a company at at school um one of the founders is doing um and he went through like multiple iterations of the product before it even came to market so i feel like mm-hmm. the whole just adaptability aspect is super important so yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. So um, what would you say that being an entrepreneur has taught you personally? Kind of going off the same question, but what have you learned from like your whole experience? Yeah, I mean, I love it. For one, I, I, I've found what I'm passionate in. Um, and, uh, and so that's cool. I mean, I, I just, I felt like I always wanted to do this. Um, but it's, it's just an honor to be able to actually live it out and, and um, be passionate about what I'm doing. Um, I also think it's taught me how to actually be a, a good leader. Yeah. Um, I've definitely, that's probably the thing I've learned the most, uh, especially with entrepreneur, like, I do think I have an entrepreneurial mindset, but, um, with that sometimes comes the, the feeling of, I need to do everything myself. Um, and so as we've grown, learning how to uh, how to lead a team and lead a team that's all doing a bunch of different things um, that's been really cool and and difficult to start and and I, I think that's where I've um, I would love to continue to grow but I feel like I've, I've been growing in that definitely no that's great and so what would you say to other people who are kind of considering like maybe a similar path or just a path of entrepreneurship in general like what would be your general advice for them yeah, I mean, I, I would say a lot of the things that we've been talking about are things I would tell, I would tell somebody starting, you know, there's going to be a lot of reasons to want to quit. Yeah. Um, you've got to be flexible to change. You've got to be ready to, to pivot and to um, adapt to, to changes. Yeah. There's a, there is a fine line between, um, between quitting because it's difficult and quitting because it, it will not work. Um, and, and so, you know, knowing, knowing that like being open-minded, but, but determined. Um, and then as you grow, I would say by far the most important thing is, is building a team of people around you that are better than you are, um, at whatever they're doing. Um, and knowing that they're better than you are too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I guess, and the last thing would be like, um, the last thing would be to never stop learning. Yeah. Um, whether that's like reading books or or just you know podcasts or whatever it is, it's easy to to just get caught into your your silo of whatever you're doing, but it's super essential to never stop learning. Um, when you're when you're in an environment where everything is always new, um, that's been really helpful for me. And that's definitely something I would I would tell anybody that is 
passionate about starting up a, a business. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, we kind of like talked about the subject a little bit beforehand when you were on Shark Tank and stuff like that. But obviously, one of the biggest parts of the competition is that you have to pitch yourself. You have to you have to make yourself you, like you have to put on kind of like the the persona that like, hey, like I have something really awesome to offer. And um, what would you say like as because as wealth managers, as financial financial planners. Like we have to establish trust with our clients and that's super important. So in a way, pitching yourself is a super important component, especially when you're starting like the first few client meetings and whatever. So what would you say are the most important like things about pitching yourself that maybe you've learned from preparing for your shark take pitch or just whatever, like, like just about pitching yourself in general? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. Um, we talked about the preparation, which obviously, obviously is important. Um, I think it's more important that people give it credit, give, give credit to though, um, because a lot of times, I mean, you'll see it on Shark Tank, but you see it in, in business and in general, a lot of times people rely on their wit or their, you know, personality and, and they are not as prepared as they thought they were. So, yeah. so I, the way that I feel like we prepared for Shark Tank and how I try to prepare, prepare for most meetings um is to prepare enough that i can be myself gotcha um, because if i'm not prepared enough then i'm thinking about the questions i'm thinking about you know is this going well I, um instead of allowing myself to um to kind of be free and not not worry about the questions and, and have it be natural yeah. you know um and so so we were really focused on having fun in there and starting starting with um starting with something that gave them a i don't know a good vibe you could say yeah definitely. you know like oh yeah. this they're, they're fun they're fun because we knew we could prove we we knew what we were doing yeah um but people invest in people yeah you know people people invest in people first um and that's really important. So, so yeah, I mean, to summarize, I would be prepared enough that you could be yourself in the, and, and have fun with it. Like actually have genuine, like, like it was fun. It was, yeah. it was, um, it was a, an experience that, you know, you've seen it go wrong for a lot of people. So yeah. we were, we were hopeful and, and thankful that it, it went really well for us, but I, I do think it was because they were, they got into a lighthearted mood yeah. um, at the beginning. And I always, I really do always try to do that with any meetings that, that I have because everybody's just people and they want to, they want to be, you know, smiling and having a good time. So loosen up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. No, I, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Like you could have the best product ever, but if, but if you can't work with that person, it's not really going to go anywhere. So you really do have to like working with people is such an important characteristic and building that trust. Um, so the other thing that people might not know is that you're on the wrestling team, at Michigan state, and you're actually the captain, correct? Yep. Yes. That's awesome. So um, how were you able to balance like athletics and careers and school and all of that other stuff? Like how, how did you get through that? Yeah. Um, well, for one, so when I was uh, growing up, I was homeschooled for a lot of my, most most of my 
childhood until uh, my sophomore year of high yeah. school. Um, but I had learned a lot about, you know, teaching myself and being like internally motivated. And so I, a lot, a lot of that carried over, I think, um, with being able to kind of handle a lot on my plate, which has continued to be, um, has continued to be helpful with handling a lot on, on my plate nowadays as well. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it was very difficult. I, I did. I loved every second of it. Um, I've always been very motivated to, you know, be the best that I can be, but set difficult goals. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's one thing I, I, maybe I would add to some of the questions that, that you've asked um, about advice to other people is, um, is goal setting is goal setting is, is huge. And so, I mean, even in school, I, uh, I have pretty severe ADHD and in high school, I, I really just didn't think I was, um, sm I just think, I think I thought I was just slow, you know? Yeah. Um, and so then in, in college, um, I, I figured out how to deal with it. And I, and I realized, oh, I can do this. And so then I set a goal to get a four point, um, to, you know, graduate with a 4.0 and, um, and I did, and it was, um, I mean, doesn't matter because I didn't even get a job with anybody else, but the, the, the mindset was, was really helpful to like, know um, if I wouldn't have set that goal, there's no way I would have, it wouldn't have mattered. Um, so yeah. yeah, goal setting, I think is how I, how I managed to get through all that and, and enjoy it. Yeah, no, I could totally attest to that. Goal setting is just, it's just something that really helps me to get through a lot of like what I got to do as well. So, um, but yeah, so any, um, so as like aspiring financial planners, as we're about to graduate, um, any just general advice you have for like us about who are about to graduate and start our careers? Yeah. Well, now that I said set goals, that's one set goal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think set goals and, uh, and try to try to gain as much experience as you can. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different, even within, even within wealth management, like there's just so many different things you could do. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot more difficult to try a bunch of things as the older you get. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, I would, I would say just like, try to, try to gain as much experience as you can. Um, and, and, set goals that um that are difficult to set and uh and never stop learning too for sure i think learning is like like learn things that are i never like listen to audiobooks or anything i don't read i just listen yeah yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I always tell people i read books i don't read books i just listen to books but, <laughs> <laughs> um but uh they they've taught me so many things um that are related to what I'm doing, but not what I'm doing. Yeah. And I just feel like it's, it's extremely important for, um, any career for you to understand like different areas of, of business. And, and even like, if you're having a meeting with somebody, but you've read a book that like explains, you know, how to interact with that, with people that are like that, or whatever it is, you know, I think that's just, yeah. it's super valuable to continue learning after you graduate. For sure. For sure. Joe, thank you so much for, again, for being on. It was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolutely.
If you like what you just heard, please like, comment, and share. This is Lance Mullen, producer of the MSU WMA podcast. MSU WMA, or Michigan State University Wealth Management Association, is a student organization part of the Eli Broad College of Business, located in East Lansing, Michigan. Our mission is to inspire and educate the next generation of financial planners. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed, please check out our channel on all platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And check out our social media at MSUWMA and MSUWMA.com.